is a massive mistake. And this is typically what guys do. They will go to the gym and they will do an entire session targeting their chest, an entire session targeting their arms or their shoulders. Guys, this is not how you should train, okay? This is what we would call bro splits. For most of you listening to this, what is going on, guys? And welcome to another episode of the Lean365 podcast. So on today's episode, I wanted to give you guys my top five biggest training mistakes in 2023. So if you tuned into last week's episode, you'll have seen that I went over my top five nutrition mistakes and hopefully found that useful. Maybe that shed a little bit of light on where you're going wrong at the moment and some of the things that you need to rectify if you were making any of those mistakes. Well, in today's episode, maybe we'll do the same, but from a training perspective. Now, I see a lot of mistakes of training. I've seen a lot over the last 10 years when I started my career as a personal trainer. Um, obviously, I used to spend a lot of time on the gym floor, so I could see the mistakes that people would make and would stop them from making good progress. And over the years, obviously, off the back of working with a lot of clients through FitLab, through the various other personal training positions that I've been in, hopefully I can shed a little bit of light on some of the areas that I think are the biggest downfalls and pitfalls that people have when it comes to training. Now, often people overcomplicate training a lot more than they need to. It can actually be made very simple and it is more the simple and the basic stuff that tends to work the best, to be honest, because it's the stuff that's easier to stick to, it's less overcomplicated, it's less overwhelming and it gets amazing results. Really training, yes, it's important and don't get me wrong, it's a huge part of getting in good shape, but I think it's just quite simple. I think it's the nutrition. I think it's the managing of social events. I think it's the structure, the routine, the consistency. I think that's a harder part of the transformation. I don't think that training really is that difficult. I think the methodology behind training is quite simple, if I'm honest. I think it's more a question of just going to the gym, finding a plan that works for you, rinsing and repeating it, and just making sure you're progressing and getting stronger. I think if you do those things that you can kind of train in a different way it doesn't have to be the same way you can do what's something that's maybe more fun for you rather than doing what you think you need to do and I think a lot of the time people try and do really fancy training splits and fancy training methodologies and triple banded hack squatted exercises and stuff that's just completely out of the blue and not really necessary when it comes to getting in great shape yes if you're an IFBB pro bodybuilder there might be a slightly different training methodology that you need to take. But for most of you guys that are listening to this that just want to look great, be in amazing shape, be strong, be fit, training doesn't really need to be that complicated. And I'm just going to run you guys through the big five mistakes that I think people make when it comes to training. Now, start off with, first one is just having zero structure in the gym. Now, this is really common. I think this is where most people struggle until they do invest into some sort of coaching program or at least a plan that's going to give them some structure. People just turn up to the gym and they literally just do whatever they fancy. They have no idea of what they're going to be training, really. It is just going from machine to machine and just kind of doing what's free and what looks like it's quite easy to do. And this is just a terrible way of training. You are never going to get great results if this is you at the moment. Really need to understand the basic structure in the gym, know which exercises, which muscle groups we're looking to work that day. And then you can actually start to understand how to put your training together. Most guys and most girls do end up just going to the gym when they first join and just really having zero routine structure to it. And it just doesn't get you very far. It's okay at the start if you just want to sort of learn the gym a little bit more and just get you know into the basics of training and just start to become a little bit more confident in the gym. But there becomes a point where it is just a complete waste of time. 
And to be honest, you get more confident when you actually know you're doing the right stuff and when you're following a structure that you know that you should be doing, especially for females. But most women are unconfident in the gym because they're unconfident that they're doing the right stuff. So they just feel like a bit of an idiot because they think they might be doing it wrong. Whereas a lot of the women that come to FitLab, even if they're beginners, which sometimes they are, as soon as we've given them a basic structure of what they need to do in the gym and they realize that it's actually not that complicated, they become really confident. And that structure is what keeps them consistent because they don't feel like a wally in the gym because they know they're doing the right stuff. So if we're really looking to get great results, we need to be going to the gym with a structure. We need to have a plan in place. We need to have the split that we're going to be executing that week. And we need to know what muscle groups we're working on a particular day and just have a good rationale behind our training. You are not doing that at the moment. You are not going to get great results. You are not going to make great progress in the gym. And you kind of are just wasting your time a little bit. Like, don't get me wrong. You can still feel better from going to the gym. You can get an incredible endorphin release. It's a nice mental break. But you're not going to get great results if you're just turning up there with no plan and no structure. It kind of is going to be a little bit of a waste of time in some perspective. So that's my first mistake. Now, the second is not logging data and not really keeping track of your workouts. Now, this is something that I don't think that many people do until they understand the importance of it. And again, this often comes down from actual guidance of working with a coach who can demonstrate as to why you need to do it. It's exactly the same with logging your food. Now, I'm not saying this is the only way to get great results. There is a lot of people that say you don't need to track your food. You don't need to track your training. And for them, it might work. If you can do things intuitively, if you can reach the right amount of intensity intuitively, yes, you don't need to necessarily look. But for a lot of you guys, you probably can't. Just like you can't guarantee you're going to be in a calorie deficit without tracking, anything we track and anything we measure gets managed. So this is why when we go to the gym, we need to track our workouts because we need to guarantee that we are getting stronger. When you track your training and you write in there exactly how many reps you've done on a specific exercise, when you go back to the gym the next week, you know what you need to improve on. Nobody remembers exactly what weight they've lifted on their bench for how many reps. Well, not many people do anyway. Or for more kind of like isolated exercises. You just don't know what pin that you used. And you'll end up just going to the gym and lifting the same weight every single week. And that will not result in a change in your physique. Our bodies want to adapt, but they need to be put through more strain and a stimulus to adapt. That's how we grow. That's how we get stronger cause stress on our body in a way that which it has to then go and repair and come back stronger. That is what we do in the gym. We break down muscle fibers. We break them down as to where they need to grow stronger. If you are just doing the same every single session, your body has no reason to adapt. Our bodies are clever. If it's not put through more stress, it will not adapt. So you can go to the gym. And I used to see this all the time when I was a personal trainer. I used to see guys come into the gym and they would look the same week after week after week and I would see them every day sometimes come in the same time and they would not look any different now there's a few reasons why that could be most likely a big part of that is going to be nutrition of course some of that possibly is going to come down to genetics I'm not going to say that's out of the picture however I don't care what your genetics are you've got the potential to get an incredible physique and be super happy I'd stand by that but a lot of it was because there was just no intent on getting stronger. I used to see the same weight every single week. I would literally look on the bench and the guy would be benching the same every single week. This is his comfortable weight. So nothing would change because he was just in his comfort zone of doing the same weight. Oh, that's what I benched. Yeah, that's what I've been on now for the past year. Guys, if you're doing the same weight that you've not progressed for months, for years, you are not going to look any different. Okay, it's the same with females. Like often girls will come to the gym and they'll have these like comfortable weights that they want to stick on because the next weight's scary and the next weight's hard. So they stick on the same weights. 
And if you do the same weights, you will get the same results, which will not be great if you are not addressing that. So you need to know that progressive overload is a really important part of training that is getting stronger, okay? Getting stronger, getting more reps out, making the workout harder. If you are not tracking data in the gym, you will not guarantee your success with that. So make sure you're tracking. And that is gonna be either through an app. So all of our clients have got access to an app called True Coach, which is what we use to coach our clients from. Um, they literally will track all their data into True Coach. It logs everything. They can then look back on their previous workouts, which we can be assessing as well as coaches. Now, that's not the only app. There are apps out there like Rep Count, I believe. There's another app called Strong or something like that. I can't remember. Um, these are just basic apps that you can use in which you can log workouts. Um, and then you can obviously look back at that data. Or you go old school and you use a pen and a paper and a notepad and you write in that. There are plenty of logbooks that you can buy off Amazon, places like that, which you can use. Now, I used to use a logbook for a long time. However, I've now gone to more app-based work because I just get, I find the logbook gets a little bit messy. Like I'm a massive advocate of writing down. I love uh, journaling and notebooks. However, taking a notebook to a gym all the time just gets a bit messy. It gets to just, in my opinion, I, I didn't get on with doing that. So however you prefer to track your workouts, you need to get an idea. Something I used to do for a long time is I literally used to write it on the notes of my phone. Literally, the notes of my phone, I would record my workouts on there and I would look back on those every week to know what I need to improve on. So that worked for me as well. I think things have probably advanced a little bit since I was doing that as that was a few years ago. So you could probably be better off using an app nowadays. So even just from those first two points, structure in the gym, knowing what you're doing, knowing what muscle groups you're working, knowing what exercises you're doing. Number two, knowing what weights you need to lift. You can already see that that is going to improve and enhance your workouts dramatically. Okay, so just literally using those two points alone will probably see you become a lot more successful from a training perspective. The third is single muscle groups, training single muscle groups when you go to the gym. It is a massive mistake. And this is typically what guys do. They will go to the gym and they will do an entire session targeting their chest, an entire session targeting their arms or their shoulders. Guys, this is not how you should train. Okay, this is what we would call bro splits. For most of you listening to this that are not taking anabolic steroids, this has been shown to not be an optimal approach to training. There has been studies conducted that show that you should aim to train each muscle group two to three days per week to get the most bang for your buck and to get the most hypertrophy, which is essentially building muscle. This is because after a kind of 48-hour period, your body is ready to be trained hard again and you will stop making progress in getting that stimulus after that 48 hours so you almost need to trigger again to then make more progress so that's why it's important that you go to the gym and don't do a split which just allowed you to be doing one muscle group because if we think about it we train our chest once on a monday chest monday let me not train it for another seven days seven days has gone past before you train your chest again that's a long time imagine if you train your chest twice per week okay that is an extra 52 times that you are going to be able to train your chest if you were training on average once per week. So you have to think of it like that. That's why it's important to make sure your frequency on muscle groups is better than just bros training. The guys that are taking anabolic steroids for guys that are, you know, super advanced bodybuilders, they might argue and they might say that there is a different way they're trained. That's fair enough. I'm not talking to those types of people. I know my audience. I know who you guys are. I'm telling you know the people that want to go to the gym, that want to have a great physique, don't want to live in the gym, don't want to live like a bodybuilder, 
that just want to look fantastic and feel fantastic, I'm telling you, you'll get more bang for your buck from not doing bro splits and training more in a functional way, like push-pull legs, upper-lower, full body. Like These are better training splits that will target and achieve better results. Okay, so depending on how many days you can commit to training would depend on what sort of muscle split that you use. But you ideally want to be trying to get twice per week for each muscle group in. Okay, so push-pull legs and then upper-lower is a great training split if you do five days per week in the gym because you're going to be able to hit each muscle group twice. If you do four days, you could do upper-lower, upper-lower. Or if you're a guy and you want to absolutely target your upper body, you could do upper-lower push-pull. One leg day per week executed in the correct way is probably still going to be enough to get great leg growth. So that is an area which potentially you can do one session on because a lot of guys that aren't overly fussed about growing massive legs. Um, if you're a female, then again, you could use an upper, lower, or actually I would normally start as a, as a girl with a lower at the start of the week. So lower, upper, lower, upper. Um, if you're doing three sessions, full body, without a doubt. That is a grand, fantastic way of training. Every time you go to the gym, you hit each muscle group that is going to allow you to get still a decent stimulus for that muscle group. It's going to recover within 48 hours. It can be hit again. Okay, so this is a fantastic way of training. What happens is there is a point of diminishing return with your training. So if you do a certain amount of chest, there is a point as to where it becomes, it doesn't become effective anymore. Okay, so after say like 10 working sets, you're not really going to get much more benefit from that specific exercise. Again, if you're natural, so you might as well just change and go on to a different muscle group, okay? So instead of doing 20 working sets on your chest, do 20 working sets on your chest across the entire week. So split it. Can we do five sets? Can we do 10 sets, you know, on a Monday and then 10 sets on a Thursday? You probably wouldn't even need to do that much if I'm honest. But you see where I'm getting the point I'm getting at here. If we can split and do even 10 working sets across the entire week is, is enough to make fantastic progress. So, you know, can we do five working sets of chest on a Monday? Can we do maybe like an incline press, maybe some flies? And then when we go and target a push session at the end of the week, can we do another five sets? You know, can we do maybe a flat dumbbell press and a seated chest press? Okay, you see where I'm getting at. That's a better approach rather than smashing your chest with so much volume that it's not going to really progress much. So you need to have that understanding in place. So that's my third point. Fourth point comes away from weights a little bit. And this is the overemphasizing of cardio. People think, and it's only this morning, again, when I had two conversations with people in my DMs that said, I don't think I'm getting lean because I'm not doing enough cardio. I don't think my abs are showing because I can't commit to doing enough cardio. That is exactly what someone said to me. I haven't got the time to do cardio so I can't get lean. Guys, cardio is not really going to make a massive difference in terms of your fat loss, being completely honest. If we look at how many calories that we burn across the entire day, we don't burn that many calories from exercise, okay? This is why I always say to people, we don't go to the gym to burn calories. You, like That is not the focus of the gym. You burn calories or you're in a calorie deficit is a better way of putting it with your nutrition, okay? That's what drives fat loss. That is what you have 100% control over so you can create a calorie deficit through that. Yes, you need to be getting your steps in, you need to be moving around, you need to be remaining active. Otherwise, it just means you're not going to be eating as much food. However, the focus is on nutrition for losing the weight. Our EAT, which is what's called our exercise activity thermogenesis, which is basically how many calories we burn from exercise across a day, is like 5%, 10% for some people if you train a bit more intense or you have a bit more time to train out of our entire calorie burn for the day. So you can see 
doing an extra bit of cardio for 20 minutes is not going to make a massive difference. When you have everything in place and your diet's in a good place and you're trying to fine tune things and you're just trying to over time increase your energy expenditure, yes, cardio can be effective in some form. But to say that you don't think you're going to get lean and you think you're going to struggle to steal rabbits because you can't do more cardio is a load of rubbish, okay? And that is probably just from engraved stuff that you might have seen on the uh, in the fitness industry from different people. So I'm not slating anybody. That is a belief that a lot of people have. But you need to understand that you can 100% do that. We had some clients before that have literally trained three days per week in the gym for like 45 minutes to an hour. And they've done zero cardio. Zero cardio because they've been super busy. And they've got incredible results and got a six pack. Okay. Because the focus has been on nutrition. It's been on step count. And it's been just smashing and getting a really good weight workout, weights workouts in the gym on those three sessions, which has led to incredible results. So yes, cardio is important, but it is not absolutely necessary to lose body fat and get in great shape. You can be in a calorie deficit without doing any cardio whatsoever and just following a really good, well-structured resistance training program, which is going to allow you to get incredible results. Cardio is not the focus when it comes to getting lean. If you just smash lots of cardio anyway, you're probably going to end up losing muscle if obviously you're not taking care of certain variables like protein intake and obviously having a, doing enough training from lifting weights throughout the week. So you don't need to really do that much cardio. Cardio has other benefits like improving your fitness, you know, lowering your resting heart rate, just generally making you healthier. But it's not really that important when it comes to losing body fat. I wouldn't say the focus needs to be massively on that. Okay, the last point is training intensity. So this is the fifth biggest mistake and this is in no particular order fifth biggest mistake that i think people make is they do not train hard enough people do not know what training intensity is and people just go to the gym and they just go through the motions and they don't really push themselves at all if you've been going to the gym and you've not really been seeing that much of a change and you just look in the mirror and you're not very happy still yes again diet probably needs to be addressed firstly but it is probably because you don't train hard enough like can you honestly say you go to the gym and train to failure like do you want to see up your weights do you get to the point as to where you get to the end of a workout and all the end of a set and think fuck i literally can't get any more reps out like i'm i'm literally knackered that's training intensity okay if you're not training with enough intensity you're probably not going to get much of a return on your investment in the gym so you need to make sure you're pushing yourself as much as possible and this is a bit of a kind of crude analogy, but it works. If someone put a gun to your head, or even worse, if someone put a gun to one of your kids' heads or your partner's heads and said, if you don't get an extra rep out on this exercise, I'm going to pull this trigger. Do you think you would be able to push harder and get the extra rep out? Do you think you would, you, how many more reps do you think you can get out? If you use that level of, that sort of analogy when you're training, you are going to be able to find a demon inside of you which is going to allow you to push hard. The harder that you train, the more intense you can train, is going to take your physique to the next level that is there's a reason why bodybuilders only really do two working sets per exercise they do a top set and a back off set the reason they really use that methodology is because they don't believe you need to train that many sets to get a huge stimulus because they know how to push themselves on these exercises their top set is they they are absolutely going to town like they send it so much that they physically cannot move after they've done that set now, that is a very difficult level of intensity to get to if you're just more of an average gym goer, if you're fairly new to training in your first few years. It takes time to work to that intensity. That, that, that's the focus they get to. If they can train with that much intensity, like they're not going to need to do that many sets to get an incredible stimulus. And that's why it's so important to push yourself. 
So that is my fifth point, guys. Training intensity. Push it up. Train hard. Train like a beast. Go to the gym. Record your workouts. Get stronger. If you do that, you are going to notice a massive difference. So quite literally, if you can rectify all these five things that I've just explained and take them with you when you next go and train, along with what I spoke about last week from a nutrition perspective, you will completely transform your results. I have no doubt about that whatsoever. Okay, these are mistakes I've seen for a while and there's, there's more as well, to be honest. This is probably just the five that came to mind that I think are the biggest mistakes. But these alone will completely transform your training and transform your results to that next level. So hopefully you found that helpful. Maybe that's opened up a few things which you can kind of see, a few cracks that you've now seen develop that you need to go and rectify from a training perspective straight away. So as always, guys, I hope you have found this episode of the Lean365 podcast useful if you have i'd appreciate if you would share this to your story give me a tag make sure you're following the podcast and subscribe to the podcast and also drop a like on this podcast if you found it useful and i will catch you in the next episode